All right. So uh, this morning, let's jump right into a discussion on why leading matters. Then I'll throw it over to Tay to start the discussion. Some amazing stuff. Yeah, that was uh, so good. Uh, just going through the notes, man, this is mind-blowing. Uh, I had three things that really stuck out to me, and I was just kind of going to deal with those three things. Um, uh, the first he said was uh, everything rises and falls on uh, leadership. And then he says leadership is influence. And for me, what spoke to me the most was uh, that the, the, pos the position that you're in doesn't give you the influence. Your message gives you the influence. So whatever your message is, you have to understand with that, you will either be, a, you will either be an example of why people do things or an excuse of why they don't do things. So you have to be intentional, whatever you're putting out. Uh, and then he said, you, um, you have to intentionally add value or you will unintentionally decrease your value because people will see uh, that your words and actions don't match or they will see that you are negative and they wouldn't be around you. So you have to be intentional about whatever you're putting out. Uh, the second thing he said, um, which is, ah, man, so true, because I've went through this. So it's easy to speak on something I think you've experienced and you've seen the other side of it. Uh, he said, I agree, this leadership challenge is leading ourselves. And I'm like, wow, so true, because how many times do we just, it's a new year, people put our resolutions in three, three months later or even a month and a half later, then you're no longer doing those resolutions that you put out because you didn't have discipline to lead yourself to continue to do those things every single day so that was uh really important uh to me he said we have to learn to lead ourselves well before we can lead others uh and then for me uh what i put in is if we won't listen or follow us then we can't expect other people to listen or follow us so if we can't discipline ourselves then we have to understand other people are going to see that and they're going to notice that because people can see the fakeness in you people can see uh then when, when your words and actions don't line up and that will cause them not to want to follow you so uh, he said, stop accepting your life and start leading it. For me, I think you have to stop giving power uh, to, to the dead things in your life. That's people, that's uh, past experiences, that's doubt, uh, that's mistakes you made. And you have, to, you have to start empowering yourself. You have to start disciplining yourself that, you know, this may have happened in the past, but I've learned and I got the lesson that I needed from those things and I can apply those lessons and move forward so that I don't repeat those same mistakes. So I don't uh, continue to surround myself with those same people that I know where they're going to lead me. I can empower myself enough to discipline myself to go down a new path and create that success, create that vision, create the goals, uh, achieve the goals that I want. So you have to learn to empower yourself and uh, just be disciplined. I think the main thing that you can get when it comes to leading yourself, you have to discipline yourself because if you don't, nobody else will. You have to take that responsibility upon yourself to do the things that you need to do to make the changes that you want to make. So uh, that was super important to me. Uh, and just the third thing, which I think is just so true with uh, just the social world that we live in now, uh, he says, uh, live what you live what you say. Uh, people do what people see. And that's so true uh, with us having uh, two kids, both under five. That is so true. Like we can tell them to do things all day long. But they see that we aren't doing those things. Uh, our son Riley, he's smart enough now to where uh, he calls us out on it. Uh, if I tell him to do something and, you know, he saw that I haven't done it, then he's called me out on it. And uh, in that moment, I kind of feel ashamed and I have to show him that, you know, yeah, I haven't done this. So I admit to my mistake and I do it and I show him that, you know, I'm telling him to do these things. And it's a great reminder for me because I'm teaching him at the same time how to be a leader. You know, how to, t like, be aware of his circumstances and let people know, like, hey, your words and your actions aren't matching up. Uh, and um, I'll hurry up because they're going crazy here. Uh, John said, what's powerful is when your words and your actions match up. And I love that because 
when your words and your actions match up, you have to understand like it's two sides to this. Like you can either have the bricks to build a building or you can be the bulldozer that's tearing down things. So you have to understand as a positive and as a negative. So for me, like I want to be the same person on social media than I am when you meet me in person. Like if I'm not that person, ultimately my words, my actions don't match up. So you just have to understand like sometimes uh, you will be the only Bible that some people read. So if they see you putting out all these quotes, all these scripts, and they meet you in a real person, and like, dang, you have a stank attitude. Like the things that you put out on social media just don't match up. Then you have to understand, like, those people are going to be turned off by you, and they will no longer follow you. So you just have to understand, like, your life is your message to the world. So whatever you're putting out, that is the message that you're sending people. And ultimately, you want to live those things that you're putting out. So. Uh, I just, for me, just be aware of uh, the, the things that you're putting out and also the way that you're living because people are always watching. People want to see you fail. People want to see you, see you succeed. People want to see, are you really about the things that you talk about? So uh, just be intentional with the way you live and just continue to add value to people. And I think as you do that, then you will ultimately become more valuable. Oh man, so good. All right, Chad, let's drop some more knowledge on leadership. Man, I feel like this is a topic we could just spend like a whole month on, you know, and just camp out on. And, and just this, there's, there's so much awesomeness just in this morning. Um, so just a few things that I highlighted. I'll just go for maybe like five minutes here. But um, the first one that I, that, I, that I highlighted was stop accepting your life and start leading your life. Uh, take control and stop accepting what comes to you. I think this is the biggest difference I just see in people as I watch people is is the majority of people just kind of react to their circumstances and their situations. And there's very few people that are actually intentional about going where they really want to go and even knowing where they want to go. And so I think that's just a huge, that's the whole point of why we do these dream boards and why we set goals and why we spend the time to think about ultimately where we want to go, because we got to have some kind of plan. we got to have some kind of direction. And, he talks about the no perfect moment to start. And I, I love that part too, because how many times are we talking to a prospect and we hear, well, well, they don't have the time right now, or it's just bad timing. And it's like, there's never ever the perfect timing to like kick your business into the net, take your business to the next level. It's like every, not, everything's not just going to line up and it's just this perfect timing. So it's just a matter of just doing it. So that was the first thing. Um, turning good intentions into good actions. And this one really spoke to me because I have all kinds of intentions, all kinds of ideas and things. I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this. But until they're turned into actions, it doesn't really matter. So it's just a, this, this idea of stop waiting and no day is better than today to just start implementing that activity. Set the bar, declare the bar, hit the bar, raise the bar, repeat. I love that so, so much because what I love about this is our high bar that we can barely believe for now can over time become like the, the low end of our bar. You know, I remember one girl on our team, we, uh, you know, on our team, we're always talking about steps to success, right? Steps to success. Well, for a lot of people that have never done steps to success, that's like the high, the high bar, but you can actually get, you can, you can figure out where you're doing steps to success on a regular basis. And then you can go, Oh, let me do not only do the second, let me do a second steps to success. And you can get to the point where you're doing multiple steps to success consistently every single month. And then you'll see, you know, the income following behind that. And we actually had a girl, I'll never forget because her, her biggest uh, cheerleader is her father. 
And she had signed like uh, 15 or 20 customers and distributor, whatever in a month. And her dad said, Oh, that was almost one a day. I wonder if you could do one a day. So her new bar, she set the bar for one a day and she got that next month. She enrolled one person a day. And then she, then he said, uh, well, I bet if you do one a day, you could do two a day. So she set the bar even higher, started doing two a day. One month last year, she did the steps to success 10 times. And like within the year before that, she'd never done them multiple times in a month. So she went from, you know, doing it once, doing it once, doing it once to, to two, two, two. And eventually she was able to do 10. That's, and that's where that legendary idea comes in is that what we don't even think is possible now when we go through this process of setting the bar, meeting the bar, raising the bar, setting the bar, meeting the bar, raising the bar. What we don't even think is possible now can become our normal a year down the road. So uh, just be encouraged by that today. Um, I loved his seven, his daily lifting plan. The seven things, I'm not going to go through all those right now, but um, learning, doing, and teaching. I love when he said, I immediately thought of you when I learned this. That's, that's something that's so, you know, when we learn something or you see like a YouTube, like, and you're like, oh my gosh, so exciting. Think of like five people who would love that and just send it right to them before you even do anything else. Just send it to them and go, I just watched this and thought of you, you know, when I watched this and that that's going to be really encouraging to a lot of people. Just the fact that you're thinking about them and doing that um, have to lead ourselves well first. And I, I love this whole concept because we're, we're limited to how well we can lead others by how well we can lead ourselves. And it's kind of like this boomerang idea. Like if you don't, if you look in the mirror and you don't love your, love yourself or let's say on a scale of one to 10, you love yourself at a four, then you're not going to be able to love others beyond a four because you don't understand yet what that, you don't love yourself, so you can't love others. So it's important to just build that and learn that. And it's, it's the boomerang. Whatever we throw out, we get back. So if we're throwing out love and respect and appreciation and friendship, then we're going to get all those things back. And I'll just do like one or two more because I have so many. <laughs> um, culture is 100 times more important than vision. This one's huge because we talk a lot about where we want to get. But when we talk about where we are now and creating a culture where everyone has fun and everyone is encouraging and everyone is giving, man, people will stick around long enough then to figure it out because of the culture. Because they're like, I don't get this. I don't get this feeling in the other areas of my life. So they're going to continue to come and continue to show up and give the process. You know, we tell everyone, enjoy the journey, embrace the process and enjoy the journey, right? Because if you stick around long enough and you try long enough and you implement the things that what's going to keep people on your team there longer to do that is the culture. So you have to have the culture in place because they're always saying, do they like me? Can they help me? And can I trust them? That's what they're thinking about you. And so if our culture's right and we make that clear from the beginning, then people are going to stick around long enough to where give, give you the time to mentor them and help them and coach them so that they can move forward in the process. So I have so many more, Joel, but, uh, you know, I just, I just love, love this, this whole topic. And I think it's great. And well, one more, one more thing I'll just throw out there. Last thing is I think a lot of people are just intimidated by this word leadership. They're like, Oh my gosh, this title leadership it, in their mind, it means it's kind of overwhelming, right? You think I got 27 extra things I got to do every day if I have the title of leader. Well, I love that he took all that away by saying leadership is influence and all influence is, is adding value to people. So if we just add value to people every single day by default, 
we get influence. And when we have influence, then people uh, will listen to what we have to say. So I'll just leave it with that. But um, man, John Maxwell's awesome. And I can't wait for his brand new book to come out, uh, The Leader's Greatest Return. I think he said it's coming this year. It should be. So I can't wait to read that one too. Perfect. Then I'll, I'll lead in with that because of the fact that I know when it's coming out. Uh, guys, so here's the next book to add to your library, The Leader's Greatest Return. It actually comes out on the 28th of this month. Uh, you can go and you can pre-order it right now. I know I've got it already lined up to, to pop as soon as it goes. And of course, I'm going to be diving into that right away. <clears throat> but everything kind of boils down to this. If you lead well, you'll be successful. Have you ever found uh, a bad leader that succeeded well? There's only a few throughout history, but in the end, it didn't turn out well for them. So they were only a short-term success. Because uh, I think we have that conversation quite a bit is how can this bad person be successful? Well, it's not going to be a long-term success because they're doing harm to people. They're not changing people's lives. Greatest thing about being a good leader. I love how it's best day in a follower's life is when they have a good leader and the worst day in a follower's life is when they have a bad leader. But when you're leading correctly, it leads to other leaders, not just followers. And that's where compounding happens because when you create new leaders, it's a compounding effect because new leaders add new leaders where followers don't typically add new leaders. And that comes down to a, a perfect point in our business. In our business, you should be distributor focused. The first thing that you should offer anybody, even though they're asking you about products, is the business opportunity. One, the reason why is because it's changing your life. Why not offer that to somebody to change their lives? Two, you can always default back to selling them the product they're asking you about. But you don't know if they want to join without asking and the reason why is because distributors get distributors and customers. Most customers aren't going to go out and get you a distributor or a customer. So compounding happens when you always ask for distributorships. Going back to the law of the lid, this is absolutely one of my favorite things to talk about. And that's why we're doing these uh, conversations for you and, and, and basically breaking things down for you is because we know that your team won't grow beyond your leadership capacity. That's why personal development and leadership development is so, so vital to your success is because as you get better, your team gets better. Your team isn't going to outgrow your capacity. So continue to expand your capacity so that you have the ability to have a much larger organization and change more lives. Uh, <clears throat> they both said it. I'm going to say it too. Greatest leadership challenge in the world is leading myself. You struggle every single day to basically do the things that you're telling other people to do. That, that's the honest truth for every single leader. Every single leader can be a manager. It's them getting up and doing the things that they're telling people to do that actually sets them apart. Uh, I love the concept of going just a little bit further. When you're setting the bar, the reason why you're setting the bar is so that you can go past the bar. You know, I, I love the, the statement, today's accomplishments won't work on tomorrow's challenges. I mean, 
easiest example of this is we're all pretty much way past our graduation. Uh, some of us are going on 20 years past graduation. So this, this whole conversation of going to a class reunion and talking about the glory days of football with the quarterback and all of a sudden you notice he's 80 pounds overweight, couldn't throw a football to save his life, but that's all he's talking about. That's because he hasn't done anything since that day to move forward in life to accomplish something new. Those accomplishments did nothing to help him move forward into what he could have been. Guys, make sure that you're not resting. You can celebrate and you can enjoy it, and then it's time to get back to work. You know, that's the thing that separates great leaders from just average leaders, because average leaders will get to a point where they don't progress, and that's because they're sitting on what they've done, and that amount of work won't get them to the next level. So make sure that you're always trying to do something. It comes back to the, the law of growth. Grow. Do something every day to grow. Uh, live intentionally. I love this. Being an actionist, not an optimist. You know, we talk about entrepreneurs being eternal optimists. Let's change that today and say an entrepreneur is an eternal actionist. They're always looking and doing something new. Exceed expectations. Guys, that's one of the things that is the hardest to do. You know, when, when you're sitting down with somebody, you're, you're kind of having this conversation with them and you don't know what the expectations are. So make sure you set the expectations so that you can find ways to go out and exceed it for others. Uh, Chad already hit on turning your good intentions into good actions. Uh, that, that's one of the, the amazing things. One of the, the things that I wrote down, and I love this because we talk about consistency and persistency all the time, is stop doing things every once in a while and start doing the important things every day. Man, so many notes. Let's go back into uh, culture. Guys, if you are doing things right and creating the right environment, you're going to be successful. And the reason why is because if you can create a group of people that have a great cause and a great work ethic and a safe place to continue to talk to each other and grow together, it's only a matter of time before that growth takes over and grows out of control. That's why it says uh, they did a study and found that culture eats vision for lunch. I love that statement. A hundred to one. I know Chad said that. A hundred to one. Guys, that's a pretty good ratio. The difference between what you're actually doing versus what you're actually saying. Because there's so many people out there that say a lot of stuff, but then they're not actually putting everything in place to actually go and do it. If I'm doing the right things today, it will lead and get me to where I need to go. And lastly, I'll just talk about Making new leaders causes multiplication because of the power of proximity. When you are looking for that next leader, make sure that you're bringing them along, doing mentorship calls. If you're going to do something, bring them into it. And I, I love this question. I don't have the answer. Help me find it. Guys, we don't have all the answers. That's why we're on here together. I mean, we continue to share stuff between each other all the time. Do the same thing with your group of leaders. 
that way you can all exponentially grow together through multiplication because each of you are finding an answer and guess what if you come up with multiple answers now you have choices which we know choices make things so much better than just having one static way to go guys thanks for taking the time to listen to us talk about why leadership matters go out and make it an awesome day we'll see you soon